Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, welcome back. This is going to be 2 Kings chapter 14. The period encompassed by this section of study is roughly between 800 B.C. to 721 B.C., a period of about 80 years. And that was out of the Institute Manual. All right, verse 1. In the second year of Joash, son of Jehoahaz, king of Assyria, reigned Amaziah, the son of Joash, king of Judah. He was 20 and 5 years old when he began to reign, and reigned 20 and 9 years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Jehoahaz. Jehoadan of Jerusalem. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, yet not like David his father. He did according to all things as Joash his father did. Howbeit the high places were not taken away, as yet the people did sacrifice and burnt incense on the high places. And it came to pass, as soon as the kingdom was confirmed by his hand, that he slew his servants which had slain the king his father. But the children of the murderers he slew not, according unto that which is written in the book of the law of Moses, wherein the law commanded, saying, The fathers shall not be put to death for the children, nor the children be put to death for the fathers, but every man shall be put to death for his own sin. He slew of Edom in the valley of Salt ten thousand, and and took Selah by war, and called the name of it Jokthiel unto this day. Then Amaziah sent king sent messengers to Jehoash, the son of Jehoahaz, son of Jehu, Yehu, king of Israel, saying, Come, let us look one another in the face. To look one another in the face is a Hebrew idiom for going to war with one another. Although in the version here no explanation is given for why Amaziah asked for war, the parallel version in Chronicles explains what occurred. As he was strengthening his army for the war with the Edomites, Amaziah hired a hundred thousand mercenaries from the northern kingdom of Israel, or Ephraim. A prophet warned him that since Israel was in such disfavor with God, to add these mercenaries to Judah's army would cause Judah to lose the battle. Amaziah sent the men back, and they were greatly angered by the act. While Amaziah went south to battle the Edomites, the mercenaries vented their anger by ravaging several of Judah's towns on their return to the north. When Amaziah learned of their actions, he declared war on Israel. Joash's answer was a contemptuous insult. In his parable, Amaziah and Judah are the, are the thistle, a weed that dries up and blows away in the summer heat. Joash and Israel are the cedar, an allusion to the cedars of Lebanon, giant and majestic trees that grew to over 100 feet in height. Amaziah evidently asked for a royal princess as part of an official state apology. Joash said he would be like a wild beast instead and tromp the thistle weed down. Amaziah took the challenge and was badly beaten. The Chronicles account explains that the loss became, or came, came because Amaziah had brought back the gods of Edom and him with him after the victory there, and he had worshipped them. That was out of the Institute Manual. Verse 9. And Jehoash, the king of Israel, sent to Amaziah, king of Judah, saying, The thistle that was in Lebanon sent to the cedar that was in Lebanon, saying, Give thy daughter to my son to wife, and there passed by a wild beast that was in Lebanon, and trod down the thistle. Thou hast indeed smitten Edom, and thine heart hath lifted thee up. Glory of this. Tarry and tarry at home, for why shouldst thou meddle to thy hurt, that thou shouldst fall, even thou and Judah with thee? But Amaziah would not hear. Therefore Jehoash, king of Israel, went up, and he and Amaziah, king of Judah, 
looked one another in the face at Beth Shemesh, which belongeth to Judah. And Judah was put to the worst before Israel, and they fled every man to their tents. And Jehoash, king of Israel, took Amaziah, king of Judah, the son of Jehoash, the son of Ahaziah, at Beth Shemesh, and came to Jerusalem, and brake down the wall of Jerusalem from the gate of Ephraim unto the corner gate, four hundred cubits. And he took all the gold and silver, and all the vessels that were found in the house of the Lord, and in the treasures of the king's house, and hostages, and returned to Samaria. Now the rest of the acts of Jehoash, which he did, and his might, and how he fought with Amaziah, king of Judah, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? And Jehoash slept with his, with his fathers, and was buried in Samaria with the kings of Israel. And Jeroboam the son reigned in his stead. And Amaziah the son of Joash, king of Judah, lived after the death of Jehoash, son of Jehoaz, king of Israel, fifteen years. And the rest of the acts of Amaziah are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? Now they made a conspiracy against him in, Je- in Jerusalem, and he fled to Lachish. But they sent after him to Lachish, and and slew him there. And they brought him on horses, and he was buried in Jerusalem with his fathers in the city of David. And all the people of Judah took Azariah, which was sixteen years old, and made him king instead of his father Amaziah. He built Elath and restored it to Judah after that the king slept with his fathers. Elath was also known as Ezion-Geber. It was an area that had been controlled by Solomon and used as a home port for his Red Sea trading fleet to Ophir and Arabia. 23. In the fifteenth year of Amaziah, the son of Joash, king of Judah, Jeroboam, the son of Joash, king of Israel, began to reign in Samaria and reigned forty and one years. And he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord. He departed not from the sins of Jeroboam, the the son of Nebat, who who made Israel to sin. He restored the coast of Israel from the entering of Hamath unto the sea of the plain, according to the word of the, of, of the Lord God of Israel, which he spake by the hand of the servant Jonah, the son of Amittai, Amittai the prophet, which was in Gath-hefer. For the Lord saw the affliction of Israel, that it was very bitter, for there was not any shut up, nor any left, nor any helper for Israel. And the Lord said not that he would blot out the name of Israel from under heaven, but he saved them by the hand of Jeroboam, the son of Joash. Now the rest of the acts of Jeroboam, and all that he did in his might, how he warred, and how he recovered Damascus and Hamath, which belonged to Judah for Israel, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? And Jeroboam slept with his fathers, even with the kings of Israel. And Zechariah, his son, reigned in his stead. So that's the end of the chapter. That name is Zechariah. Sounds kind of familiar, doesn't it? Anyway, we'll see you next time. Bye.